We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. On the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield, live from Schooners, this is the Brock Spack Show, presented by Bud Light. It's for the fans. Now, here is your host, John Fitzgerald. It's week number six of the Brock Spack Show, presented by Bud Light. We come to you from the Beer Garden at Scooters here at 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington as we talk Redbird football until 7 o'clock and look ahead to Saturday's matchup in Cedar Falls against the UNI Panthers. Hi, get everyone alongside my partner, former Redbird assistant coach Ted Schmitz, our on-site engineer, the professor Greg Hallblad, and Jake Fogel back at the WJBC Network Studios this is John Fitzgerald as we welcome in the winningest head football coach in Redbird history and the founding father of our little show, Mr. Brock Spack. <laughs> Hi, how are you? You know, I know we do the question segments in the very last at the end of the show typically, but I do have one question There are going to be some doozies, I bet, tonight. <laughs> there always are. I might not be able to answer some of them. The question I, I have for you is, job. what is the best thing that has happened to you today on National Coaches Day? Today's National Coaches Day, huh? Um, <laughs> see, he wouldn't even wear that. I didn't know that. Um, I got to see my granddaughter, there you go. Uh, Chloe. You know, I haven't seen Chloe in a couple yeah, of There you go. So I got to see her. So that's probably the best day, best part of my good day. good answer. Today. Yeah. She's right back there. That would make your day, Coach. That's good. It made good my for day. You. Good for you. 
Brock's Back Show is presented by Bud Light. Bud Light proudly welcomes back Redbird fans to Hancock Stadium. This year, Bud Light is for the fans. Coming up in the program tonight, we'll break down last Saturday's ball game against SIU and look ahead to this week's matchup at UNI. Senior Center Drew Bones will stop by. Our student-athlete spotlight presented by Melissa Eisenberg and Steve Peterson. Your local country financial representatives will also visit with head women's basketball coach Kristen Gillespie as Illinois State will host Hoop Fest tomorrow night, 7 o'clock inside Redbird Arena. I can hardly wait to get her on this show. <laughs> I can hardly wait. For Christy? Yeah. Yeah, good for you. Good yeah, I can hardly wait. It's your show. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. Maybe she'll have you on Comes from a football royalty. Yeah, she sure does. Absolutely. Yeah. Football, baseball. Yeah. You go down a whole lot. Yeah. Royalty. Right. Yes. Maybe she'll have you on her show, Coach. I doubt it, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. I'm, you're you're going to pass on that, aren't you? Uh, well, I'll, I'll break the camera. That ball, that, that ball bounces. You know, nothing yeah, I don't know, ball. dude. That yeah, right. ball yeah. bounces weird. They're, yeah. they're not fun. No. <laughs> and finally, yeah, our last segment you. today, you'll have a chance to ask a question to the head coach. Log on to the Illinois State University Athletics Facebook page. Click on the live video link and comment on the video to post your question to Coach Back, which we will get to in our final segment. So the Birds in Northern Iowa today, the open conference play on last Saturday. The loss to SIU, and as painful and as agonizing at times and this week has been, you walked out of that knowing a lot more about your team, and not the least of which was just how resilient and mature this group you have is. Yeah, they're, they uh, you know, they did a re- really good job in the second half. We... Um, you know, we 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 found something at the end of the half, and you know, we we work tempo. You know, you know, Ted's out there every morning. Uh, we, that's how we start practice, and we work tempo, and because it's not part of what we really do, it's not it's not a uh, um, it's not a staple, but it's a it's a toolbox that we have. You know, in our tool in our toolbox that we use, and uh, it worked really well. I was really impressed with the way our quarterback handled it. Uh, he he played very well in it, and he was. I was impressed the way he played. You know, he he was very very uh, tough and uh, you know physically and mentally. You know, because uh, we had a bad start to the game and uh, we spotted him three scores and then uh, came back and with an opportunity to to, to go ahead and win the game, uh, but it didn't happen. But um, I was really uh, really excited about that part of it. You know, we we played really good defense. We shut out a good offense. You know, they that was a that was the least amount of they've been averaging over 30 points a game. So that was that was good. Uh, played really well in the second half, uh, but again it was the same scenario. We we didn't get a good start to the game, and you can't fall down three scores or 19 points to a team, any any team for that matter. But in the Missouri Valley, it's gonna be hard to come back from. But uh, this team is, uh, you know, I, I expected that. I thought we'd win the game at the end because um, I felt that there was a big swimming swing in the momentum. They were very very tired, um, and uh, at least defensively, and we. Did a really good job. Uh, our defense did a really good job against a really good offense and, uh, and slowed them down. Uh, but it uh, wasn't to be, uh, so we move on and, uh, and learn from it. Uh, that's kind of kind of way it went. Down 19, nothing at the turn. What did you talk about at halftime? Because it was really a tale of two halves. That second half was something that you guys dominated. Well, we, we you know we talked about you know hey we're gonna we're gonna run tempo on on offense and uh, you know we're gonna get back in this game and we're, we're gonna win it in the end. Um, be ready to win on the last play of the game. Um, you know, we we did some things defensively. We we just ran our defense better. We just played better. You know, there wasn't any I don't think any magic wand, but we just played our our defense better and 
play a little more intensity and uh, challenge our players at halftime. And, uh, and it worked, and, I, and, they, and, they, and they, they responded, and that's what you want them to do. You know, I, I worked for, a, as you know, I worked for a Hall of Fame coach at Purdue for a long time, and, uh, and when I was a coordinator there, and he, he always, he had something, he always say something about it I thought was always really good advice. You know, and it's, not, it's not what happens to you that's important, good or bad, you know, because great things are going to happen to you, bad things are going to happen to you, and, and, and not just in sports but in life. It's how you respond. And... Uh, and I think I think we, our team responded very well. I, I, if you take anything out of a, a really disappointing loss, it was that we, our team responded really really well. And you'd want, as a coach of any sport, you think, well, that that, that was impressive, the way they responded. Because um, I'm not sure a year ago we responded like that, you no. know. And um, and I, I think this this team is 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 they're gonna they're gonna fight right to the very very end. That's what you want. It's all you ask as a coach, and um, we. We just can't get down like that, you know. We we gotta we gotta take we gotta take ownership of what happened at the end of the game. We gotta take ownership. Of, hey, we shouldn't have put ourselves in that situation. That's just that, it's just that simple. And um, and then you you put it in somebody else's hands to make make the right call or make the right whatever, and, uh, and you're gonna be disappointed because you, you gotta take care of it yourself. Two two things that I thought about the up tempo was number one, some quarterbacks are good and some aren't. This guy is good at it, but I think it also it helps the defense. The, the, the idea of the tempo keeps them a little bit more jacked up, as I call it. And on defense, you need to be jacked up. Well, you better be ready. Yeah, <laughs> right, because you got to go out there fast. Because if you go three and out, it's, right. it's going to be about 30 seconds. You right. know, and, uh, or if you score quickly, then that can be right. it. You know, that's, that was the one thing we had Breeze at Purdue. You know, as a defensive coordinator, I'd be on the sidelines and man, the bombs, it was like bombs right. over Baghdad with the balls, <laughs> yeah, yeah. balls flying everywhere. All of a sudden, we score in 20 seconds and we weren't a no huddle team. Yeah, we I was going to say, you weren't but even We, we no scored huddle. because our quarterback was ridiculous <laughs> and, and, uh, and we got no rest. So you got to put right back at us. You had to be on your toes, no doubt. And, and you know, we have to be ready for that as a team. And, and it, you're right, it's, everybody has to be ready for right. that because it, it helps. It could be a big play, or it could be a three and out. That takes 30 seconds, so you got to be ready to go back on the field. And and it's like when you throw the football, you know, you know when you throw the football, you know, something bad can happen yeah. to you, and you, you don't complain about it. We like the touchdown passes. We take the touchdown passes. We take the scrambles for big runs and all yeah. that stuff. So you better take the bad with it as well. Right. And I think Temple's the same thing. There, there's going to be good and bad with it, and you, you, you got to understand that as a, as a defender and as a special teams player. Well, at least you found out your your quarterback's very impressive with it. That's what's good. You, yeah. You knew for sure now that he can do it during the heat of the battle. Yeah, you, you expect that from him, and I, I I didn't have any doubt that he would yeah. he would not run the, that he couldn't run the offense. He he did an excellent job of it. Um, you know, ironically, we had two we had two procedure penalties pre-snap in the first it was, it was the first, first half it was in the first half it wasn't in the second right half. right you know when you think that's well that's good where you could have it because you know yeah you're moving fast and, right uh so that that was that was good i guess yep. um i don't like you know i don't like the fact that we had you know two pre-snap penalties on offense when we didn't have, and we played in front of eleven thousand people when we played in 80 front of 85 we had none that's right so that you know so I, we, we gotta be better at that I, we don't want to do that but it was a good sign that was not during the the tempo session. So. Everybody stepped up, Coach. That's Everybody stepped good. up, did, tried, to, tried to do what they could do, and uh, we just came up a little short. The thing that impressed me about Zach, outside of the fact he threw for a season high in yardage, A, didn't turn the ball over, but B, we saw him keep a lot more plays alive with his legs than we had seen in the previous three weeks. And that's, you talk about toolbox aspects, that's a bullet in the chamber for this offense, isn't it? It is, and, 
you know, my son and I were just talking about that back there, and he was here with Trey Roberson. And he go, he's he's a little Trey-ish in that game. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe, I know he wasn't. He's not fast as Trey, obviously, but you know, Trey is Trey was a rocket ship. Right. Uh, but uh, he he kept things alive with his feet, you know, and 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 he has a real quick release. That's the difference, you know. Trey Trey didn't have a no. Trey had a big arm, and he could throw the deep ball really well. I mean, and, and the intermediate passes he was really good at. You know what made his deep ball so well is he could run. Yes, and it, it just forced defenses. They didn't. You know he he was a nightmare. Um, this guy can run a little bit. Not not. And he's a big kid. He's a little bigger guy. He's stronger. He's two hundred twenty pounds. He's six three. Trey was barely six foot and maybe one hundred ninety. And uh, this guy's a bigger guy. And uh, but he's got a really quick release and he's accurate. And he likes the quick game. Well, Trey, Trey did not like the quick game. No, I know. He, he hated it. He couldn't, he, he couldn't throw it. He couldn't throw a bubble screen, but he could throw a 65-yard <laughs> post on the dime. Gotcha. You know, I, I never get it. I but, know. But he, he could throw the, the fades. He, <laughs> there wasn't a deep ball he didn't like to throw. But, but man, he hated the quick game. He'd get nervous when <laughs> oh, the quick game was going. Oh, he hated the quick game. And, and, and we just gave up on him because he just hated yeah, it so much. He had to. <laughs> he'd throw one in the dirt. You know, from me to the table over there, and okay, Trey's got that out of the way. Now let's go. Let's throw the ball down the field. It's just kind of how he was. Oh, but, that's funny. But this guy, this guy can yeah. do that, and uh, and he can throw all the throws and make all the throws, and and uh, he runs 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 good enough, and and he, he keeps you honest because he, he he will he will pull the ball sometimes and run it. So. Getting better every week, coach. Getting better every yeah, week. Yeah, we are. We are. I, I suspected that with our offense, and we we got to keep doing it. We. Didn't run the ball great right. last week, but we ran it better in the second half. Right. Um, you know, we'll have Winkers right back this week, so that, that's been good. And uh, so, so that'll, that hopefully helps us a little bit. That will. We'll have more with the head coach after this timeout. This is the Brock's Back Show presented by Bud Light on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. Hello, Paul Davis Restoration. How can we make your day better? When you have a disaster in your home, call Paul. Paul Davis Restoration. When the smoke and damage of a fire strikes your home, call Paul. You'll talk to a real person who can help you right away. They'll turn your disaster into a memory and get your home back to good with just one call. Hello, this is Chris McConnell with Paul Davis Restoration. From water damage to fire and smoke damage or mold remediation, when you have a home disaster, give us a call and help is on its way. A locally owned and operated neighborhood bar and grill, Schooners has been a Bloomington tradition for over 30 years. Home to the Brock Spack Coaches Show held every Thursday during the football season from 6 until 7. Schooners boasts an expansive lunch and dinner menu, including their mouth-watering wings, rings, burgers, and tenderloins. Be sure and stop by Schooners Beer Garden to relax and unwind with friends. Taste the local flavor at Schooners, 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. For more information, visit SchoonersBL.com or find us on Facebook. Go Redbirds! At Jimmy John's, we don't make sandwiches. We make the sandwich of sandwiches. We use fresh veggies because we don't hate salads. We just feel bad for them. We make our sandwiches exactly how you want because you're the one who's eating it. And we bake bread all day, every day, because stale bread isn't bread. It's croutons. Sandwich history is written by the victors. Good thing we have legible handwriting. Jimmy John's, the sandwich of sandwiches. Order pickup or delivery on the app. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. Touchdown! You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Introducing new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. 
You hear that? It's seltzer with the pop of soda, all with zero sugar. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, the loudest flavors ever. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, IRC Beers, St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, have you tried Moe's Homewrecker yet? It's a fully loaded burrito, and it comes with this epic new guacamole. Yeah, you heard me. Guacamole. One bite, and you'll be saying, what the guac? Wait, hold up. I said that wrong. It's more like, what the g***? Most Homewrecker Burrito is awesome. And yeah, it comes with guac. Welcome to Moe's. This is Steve City Peterson, your local country financial representative. I am an alumni and a proud supporter of Illinois State University and their athletics. I am excited to help bring you the student-athlete segment of the Coaches Show. I wish Coach Spack and his staff and players a successful football season. I encourage everyone to back the birds and support Illinois State Athletics. Go you Redbirds! Welcome back to Scooters, the Brock's Back Show presented by Bud Lights. If you're in the area, stop on by. We're here until 7 o'clock at 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. And, Coach, you mentioned it in our last segment. Winker's right back healthy was – you left him out just to be safe a little bit last Saturday, but he'll be back in action this weekend. That will help the running attack. But we talk about SIU's vaunted offense this past week. I was really impressed with their defense, especially their defensive speed. There were some holes early on in that first half of the ball game that closed immediately because their defensive backs really were able to make tackles. Yeah, they, they, they've done very well in the transfer portal. They got some really nice players, I thought, in the secondary. Um, and that's, that's been Southern since I've been here for, yeah. for 14 years. Now, they've, they've been a little bit better here, a little bit better there, you know, certain years. But they've always had very good athletes. You know, I thought it's like guys who can run, and uh, that's always kind of been their M.O. down there. And uh, we know what we were getting into. We knew they had, you know, they had good players. You know, they, I watched them against Northwestern, and I thought their defense was, that's that's a part of their team that continues to get better, in my opinion. You know, that's why they've been a playoff caliber team in the last two years is because of their, I think, their defense, and our defense is better. And uh, yeah, I, th- I, th- I thought they were very good, and um, I was impressed with their their linebackers. You know, they had to replace those guys, and they got a couple guys there I think can really run, and uh, they're a good long, like at length, and. Um, yeah, they're a good team, no doubt. Talking about guys coming back, Coach, I saw Braden Price today in a blue jersey, so you'll probably be taking him with you. Is there a, at least a chance that he could possibly play Probably some? not. We're probably not, not going to okay. play him this week. Um, you know, he's just, he's just a, for, as a defensive back, you know, when you're not used to playing right. with a knee brace, it's a little different for him. Um, so we're, we're probably not going to bring him. We're going to bring somebody that can possibly play. Uh, Mark Cannon's going to come on this trip for okay, us. The, okay. the young the like freshman safety, yeah, like he's really, he's going to be really good player. Both, both, we got two really good. Rylan uh, Crawford is going to be a really good player, and uh, and I think uh, I think uh, uh, Mark is going to be a really good player. Mark Cannon. So they're both young safeties. They're both about six three. Mark might be a little taller, but they're both both have length. Um, uh, Rylan was more of a receiver in high school. Played a little DB where. Mark played played it all in the secondary, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I we're going to bring him and he can play and um, so uh, our plan is to you know this will be uh, Crawford's fourth game and then we'll probably play Mark four games after that and uh, put put uh, Crawford on the shelf and try to get uh, try to get uh, uh, Jack back you know our, uh, our our other safety safety got hurt against Wisconsin hurt his knee 
so we'll try to get him oh, back yeah, and, um, and, try to, and try to get him on the, on the field. So, How about the quarterback you're going to see this week? You've seen him two years, Theo Day. He was a Michigan State transfer, four-star high school, can make all the throws. You, yeah, he's from Divine Child in, in, D- in Detroit. That's my old uh, stomping grounds, my old recruiting area okay. when I was in the Big Ten. Well, you know that. I know, I know Divine Child. Yeah, very good program. He, he's a really good player. He's got a big arm. Um, he, he's a uh, long guy, 6'5", big kid, uh, uh, g- good player, has Big Ten, you know, has played in the Big Ten, and obviously played against him a year ago. He's, he's hard to get on the ground because he's a big, strong right. guy. But um, I wouldn't say he's fleet of foot, but he's, plenty, he's got plenty of, uh, of athletic ability and athleticism to, to, to move and, and to, and to, and to get, get out of trouble with his legs. But uh, he's got a big arm. He can make yeah. all the throws, and he can, he can hurt you with his arm. He's, he really, and they, they're, they're highly skilled. They're, they're probably a, a tad, maybe a tad faster in the group we just saw uh, at the skill positions. They can run. Uh, um, maybe not quite as big, but they but they have they have some guys that can that can run. They like to throw with him, though, don't they? I mean, oh yeah, we, they do. you can see why they run the ball better. I mean, they they, they, got, they got some backs that are right. running really hard, which is very good for them. And um, you know, I don't the left tackle they had last year was an absolute freak. Yes. You know, he's a first round draft pick, and um, they still have four of their five offensive linemen. Yeah, I believe they're, they're the other league. four are back. They're yeah. really good players, you know. And just just the other guy was such a. Now, they, you know, they've done player. a good job of protecting Theo Day, their quarterback, so far this year through five games. But you guys got Theo Day six times for sacks last year. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, we have, uh, you, know, you know, I think people are going to, they're going to start keeping people in, extra extra blockers, you know, keep tight ends in, probably take backs, chip backs, you know, backs will check especially, release. Especially on Zeke. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to try to slow him down and, uh, um you know, we have some other guys that can, can rush the passer pretty good, and, and we got some things in our system we can we can uh, go to to try to get, get to, to enhance our, our our ability to rush the passer. Going back to Saturday a little bit, um, for those who don't know, as we talk about offensive line play, unfortunately due to injury, you had a bit of a revolving door in your offensive line, and also with Deming going out after that first quarter when he got hurt, where's that looking for this week? Well, right now Deming. Um, you know, Deming's going to make the trip. He's he's uh, getting a lot better as it's end of the week. Uh, he's a six-year senior, uh, so he's got a lot of experience. We don't worry as much about him missing practice as we would a younger player. Uh, he should be able to to play. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I think I think I think he'll has a chance to play. Um, Pete Bassone will not make the trip. Uh, we'll Kobe Rios will start at, at left uh, left guard. Um, Rock Island kid that's, you know, from Iowa Western uh, National Championship, J.C. from a year ago, uh, good player. Uh, and then uh, uh, Ryan Cadetis will get a second start or third start. He started, started one game last year but as, a, as, a, as a freshman, and but he'll, he'll be playing uh, right guard. So uh, we got Zach Mueller will be, be ready to play. He'll probably be playing as well. He's playing with a cast on. He, he's dislocated his thumb. Uh, but And then uh, Pope, Jake Pope is starting at right guard. While we try to get uh, uh, Peyton, you know, uh, Ashley, we're trying to get him a little more he- healthy. Uh, but Peyton's, Peyton's getting a lot better. Uh, you might say Peyton in a week or two to go inside and play a little guard for us. Leave Jake Pope yeah. outside a tackle? Yeah, leave, leave, leave Pope out of tackle. So that'd be a real long front. We'd be 6'7", 6'8", 6'5". Coach Glepsy would like that. Like yeah, that. He would. she would like that front. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're big dudes and... Uh, <laughs> I don't think they can run up and down the floor and shoot shoot from the three point, but they could probably post people up. 
That makes a huge difference with your running game, though, when you're moving that many bodies around. Yeah, it is. And just to get everybody timed up. And everything on football. Anything offensive football is, is, is timing. And, you know, defense is a little different. Defense is every, you know, everybody has to use great effort, but defense is all about effort. And uh, you can play a great effort and not have great timing on offense and look really bad. You know, and so that's, that's, it's, all about, it's all about timing in, in the running game and passing game. So when you, when you got that, when you're trying to mix and match, it, it, makes, it makes it a little difficult. But we'll, we'll be fine. You know, we, we, these kids have all played, and, and they, we're, we're ready. Well, you've had the, the, your top two backs out again last week going into that ball game. That no matter who you got up front, that does hurt you a little bit behind. Right. No matter how you slice it, and at least you got one of them coming back. And we we miss Cole. We got to let's mention him. We miss Cole Mueller a lot. We do miss Cole. He's a good man. But he he had his. Uh, he, I saw him in the training room without us. You know, he's out of a cast now. He's in good. a uh, boot, and he's out doing all his rehab. I said, man, you got the ugliest legs I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, oh my god. <laughs> And you're an athlete. It's hard to believe. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Just, uh, well, you know, those are some really bad-looking legs, kid. Uh, I'm glad Waker, Wakers has got some better-looking legs that uh, he can play this week. Well, yeah, that'll help us. But I really like his legs when he's running crazy yeah, right, on people. Yeah, right. He does a great yeah. job. You're That's right. what he says. He said, Coach, they're just, they're just, you know, I don't exactly. Made to run. Well, yeah, well, he, I, they, don't, they don't look the part, but they, they, they act the part. Made to carry Or something the ball. like that. Yeah. yeah. I say so. Oh, that's good, he, Coach. He's, he, he takes all my, my ribbing with. He's a great and kid. And he's a great, a great kid. kid. We really are great kids. You yep. sure do. So. All right, Coach. I got to get out of here. Talk to you in a little bit. Trump yes. for Drew. All right. When we come back, Senior Center Drew Bone stops by. It's our student-athlete spotlight. Brought to you by Melissa Eisenberg and Steve Peterson, your local country financial representative. Stay with us. This is the Brock Spack Show presented by Bud Light on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. Your country financial representative, Melissa Eisenberg, is an ISU alumni and proud supporter of ISU athletics. She understands that life brings about changes and believes in listening to clients and understanding their needs to develop a plan for the future to achieve their goals. See country financial representative, Melissa Eisenberg, for all your insurance and financial needs. Melissa's office is on Eastland Drive in Bloomington. She encourages everyone to back the birds and support Illinois State Athletics. Go you Redbirds! A locally owned and operated neighborhood bar and grill, Schooners has been a Bloomington tradition for over 30 years. Home to the Brock's Pack Coaches Show held every Thursday during the football season from 6 until 7. Schooners boasts an expansive lunch and dinner menu, including their mouth-watering wings, rings, burgers, and tenderloins. Be sure and stop by Schooners Beer Garden to relax and unwind with friends. Taste the local flavor at Schooners, 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. For more information, visit SchoonersBL.com or find us on Facebook. Go Redbirds! At Jimmy John's, we don't make sandwiches. We make the sandwich of sandwiches. We use fresh veggies because we don't hate salads. We just feel bad for them. We make our sandwiches exactly how you want because you're the one who's eating it. And we bake bread all day, every day, because stale bread isn't bread. It's croutons. Sandwich history is written by the victors. Good thing we have legible handwriting. Jimmy John's, the sandwich of sandwiches. Order pickup or delivery on the app. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Introducing new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. You hear that? 
It's seltzer with the pop of soda, all with zero sugar. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, the loudest flavors ever. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, IRC Beers, St. Louis, Missouri. Hello, Paul Davis Restoration. How can we make your day better? When you have a disaster in your home, call Paul. Paul Davis Restoration. When the smoke and damage of a fire strikes your home, call Paul. You'll talk to a real person who can help you right away. They'll turn your disaster into a memory and get your home back to good with just one call. Hello, this is Chris McConnell with Paul Davis Restoration. From water damage to fire and smoke damage or mold remediation, when you have a home disaster, give us a call and help is on its way. Denny's Donuts and Bakery has been a loyal Redbird supporter for over 40 years. When it comes to the competition, no one comes close to the taste of one of their fresh-made donuts. Yum! They're great for your next school or church function or even just to enjoy at home. Stop in and pick up yours at Denny's Donuts and Bakery, located at 1107 South Main Street in Bloomington. Denny's Donuts and Bakery and Redbird Football, a winning combination. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back to the Brock's Back Show, presented by Bud Light. We're live from Scooters at 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. It's the Birds and UNI this Saturday afternoon from Cedar Falls. Game time set for 4 p.m. Ted Schmitz, Craig Birchie, and myself will kick off our network coverage beginning at 3 o'clock. You can listen to the game live locally on AM 1230 and 102.1 FM WJBC as well as 93.7 FM Nash Icon. You can also download the Learfield Varsity Network app and hear live play-by-play wherever you might be right here along the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. It's now time for our student-athlete spotlight, brought to you as always by Melissa Eisenberg and Steve Peterson, your local country financial representatives. And tonight, we welcome in Senior Center All-Conference performer Drew Bones. Drew, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for having me. Six four three fifty. You're hanging on there, aren't you, brother? Oh, you're a big fifty. I lost. I lost, lost a little bit of weight. What are you weighing? About three twenty five right now. You're probably playing better though. Yeah. Better. Oh yeah, a lot drop better. Drop some anyway. Yeah, okay. I feel a lot better. On you the didn't field. shrink though, did you? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was three fifty uh, last a year, year ago, or year yeah. before. Yeah, but um, actually, Coach Back told me I needed to lose about twenty pounds. Just, better feet. Better yeah, feet. Yeah, I feel a lot better. Everything feels better and. All on your hands and feet. Yeah. Now you can use them better. Yeah, better. Exactly. That's what counts. Yep. Okay. Yeah. This guy, all, way back to high school, he was not only offensive lineman, he was defensive lineman as well. He played basketball and baseball mm-hmm. and had all kinds of honors, which I take a while to go over. But <laughs> yeah. that, that's that's tremendous. You're, you're an athlete. Yeah. You're an athlete. Yeah. That's good. And you've got hopefully some postseason ambitions after mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would like to play, but that's after the season. I want to win conference first. Win now. That'll all take care of itself. Yeah. You'll get a shot. You'll get a shot. That's good. Ottawa, Kansas, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Ottawa. Yep. 
So how did we end up in Redbird land? Um, well, coming out of high school, I had really the whole Missouri Valley was looking at me, and it, it came down to this one in South Dakota, and really it was Coach Back that was the, the guy that was that made me want to come here, made me want to play here. So That's how good here. How has this program really grown to the point where it is right now since you've been here? Uh, yeah, when I first got here, um, you know, things – weren't going as smooth it was kind of struggling and there was no like fingers to point or anything it was nothing on anybody but um you could just tell this the culture change and um coach back just getting new people in hiring new people and just everyone coming together and rallying and yeah now it's miles ahead of where it was from when i first came in yeah it absolutely seems that way yeah. that's that's what makes for winning programs there's no two ways about it yep you but, know when he was in 19 he was you know the 15 games he, he, kind of, he led the way for James Robinson to get almost 1,900 yards, 1,899 to be exact, and 18 touchdowns. And you were you were the mainstay of that group right there. Yeah. And you got all new guys since then now, right? I, don't, mm-hmm. I think you're the only one left. Yeah, I am the only one left. Um, that 19 team, it was really fun. Um, but, yeah, I was I was the young guy on that team. Everyone else was yeah. older than me. I was kind of following, you know, everyone else was showing me the way. But now I feel like I'm doing that for all the young guys right yeah. now, I'm kind of showing them the way. So it's it's nice. Um, uh yeah, but, like, from that 19 team and even from all the guys I came in with, I think there's only, like, four or five yeah, guys that be about right. I came in my class with that are still here. So, And, you know, James was a downhill inside yeah. runner, and that's where you were responsible yep. for a lot of it, and you did a great job, and I think he still thanks you. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing pretty good where he is, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like um, – obviously, I'd like to thank Coach Etheridge for just giving me the shot in 19 and just, you know, trusting me and letting me yeah. go out there and – and get the starts and let me play. You're lucky you have a man like Coach Esther. He's a great coach. Oh. He's a great man. And yeah. He does a great job with your offensive line. Yeah, he's you're, a, you're fortunate to have him, and it'll get you prepared for the next level, too. Mm-hmm. Etheridge is an amazing coach. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad to hear you feel that way. About him. Yeah. I, I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, we talk about offensive line play, and, you know, I think what average Joe fan knows about blocking and whether or not you're going to do a pass blocking or a run blocking technique. Talk a little bit about just your role of being a center. Um, what you're looking at on a play-by-play basis, not to mention the fact you have to snap the football with a nose tackle possibly yeah, so, six inches from your face. Yeah, yeah so I'll give you a little rundown. Um, <clears throat> so, like, I break the huddle, get up to the ball. Um, first, you have to look at the front, look at the linebacker placement. You know, I'll make a front call so that all the other guys know what's going on up front. Um, call out the linebackers if they're stacked to the right or left, let them know. Then we got to talk about where we're, if it's a run block, we got to talk about where we're going to with the guy to the right of me and the left of me. And then same with pass blocking, we got to know if we got a backer blitzing, if we got to pick him up, or if there's a free safety rolling down, we got to see him coming and we got to pick him up. So, yeah, it's. And this is all his responsibility. Exactly. He I was going to say, this is. You got to be pretty smart as well as good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, Can't centers, be a dummy. yeah. Center's the best spot on the O line. It really is. I, I like to be up there and make, make the calls. I like to be in charge. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But it's, it's not just a position on the no. offensive line that anybody can play though either there's way too many variables that go into that yeah that's, yeah that's a credit to you to have this kind of success that you guys have had now we'll go back to saturday and we talked about in the last segment with coach obviously some of the injuries and the movement of the offensive line that does put a little bit more stress on you too because it is reps you guys get used to how you work together as a unit and as soon as that gets changed with one two maybe even three spots at times that becomes a much bigger learning curve, doesn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. Like it's it's difficult to play uh, next to somebody that you know just came in 
the day before. Right. That's that's hard, but that's just a credit to the whole O-line group as us as, like, guys and friends and family and just hanging out with each other so we're knowing that, like, hey, if I play next to this guy, I know what he likes to do. I know what he doesn't like to do. I know all sorts of things about him that in turn can help me in the game playing next to him like that. So, yeah, it's it's different. There's, like, learning curves to playing next to every single person, but I think we're a tight-knit group on the O-line, and we kind of we, we know uh, who we're playing next to. You're a family in there, and you, yeah. guys, and you work together all, in all kinds of combinations. Like in zone blocking, he has to work with both those guards on, you know, when to come off and when to go over to the second level. And mm-hmm. Coach Etheridge works all these guys together, and I think you feel comfortable with all of them. When I watch you out there, you look like you're all in the same mode. Yeah, yeah, it, it's nice. Um, you know, they just send the O-line down there to the cow pasture right, on the end. Right, right. <laughs> no one really knows what's going on, but, but we do. And, yeah, we're down there. Like you said, we're combinations with everyone. Even sometimes I move to guard so, so I can play next to the yeah, tackle sometimes. Yeah, so, that's yeah. great. That, that, I, I think it's tremendous what you guys do up mm-hmm. there up front. You do a great job. Yep. As we go back to last week, we talked about, obviously, agonizing at times the lost SIU. It is just one game. happened to be the opener. But the difference that happened from halftime through that second half for your team, I think, is really indicative of the type of group you've got in that dressing room, and that's going to pay huge dividends. Whether or not it feels like it right now after one week, but, I mean, that's the kind of team that wins games. Yeah, uh, like we came out slow, and we everyone knew it. We all knew we came out slow, but the difference between this team and last, last year's team is last year's team would not have came out second half and fought like that. Last year's team would have went, we would have lost by 40. So just – like you said, the, the credit to all the guys in the locker room that just we rallied together and we knew, like, we if we needed a shot, we like we, we were going to win the game on the last play of the game. So we knew um, it was going to be a long second half, but we came in and we were ready to go. And I think uh, all the guys on, on the O-line, we were talking about um, having grit and stuff before the game, and I think we really showed that um, just by the way we fought and finished. Absolutely. So, yeah. And that, that's a credit to you as much as anybody else, being a veteran member of this team now, being here. Like, that's the leadership that those guys follow. Yeah. Um, I know Coach Etheridge gets on to me, and I, he tells me to get the guys going. And sometimes it's it's hard for me because, like, like you said, I was a young guy at first, and it's I got to try and step into this leadership role. But I, I feel like I'm there, and all the guys – all the O-linemen, they, they trust me, and they know if I get onto them, it's because I love them and I want them to do better. So, And, you know, last year, you know, he led Cole Mueller to having about a 1,000-yard season with no passing game and also for 172 mm-hmm. yards per game. And he grades out at over 90%. That's that's phenomenal. And uh, to do what you did last year with that run game with those guys, that, that was really something. Yeah, and we, we have a lot of really good really good running backs. And yeah. That's yeah. not just the O-line. They're right. They are very good. Um, they make us look at the times just like we make them look at the times. It's Work, back and forth both ways. Works yeah. together. That's right. Yep, exactly. It really does. It is more difficult to do, though, when you're a little bit more one-dimensional as you were last <laughs> right, year. Right. You'll still be able to do that when they're stacking the good, box yeah. against yeah, you. Yeah. Good when point. Stacking, That's yeah. a definite credit to you. Good point. So moving forward, now you go to UNI. You've obviously been there before. Not an easy place to play. There's a, there's a graveyard of uh, yeah. visiting teams that have gone through there and not enjoyed it. But um, – how has practice been this week and as far as going into that next matchup at UNI? Um, <clears throat> so practice started off a little slow, but we picked it up. We really picked it up. Um, you know, coaches were getting on to us. We, they told us, like, we needed to have more energy, more juice in practice, and, and we did, and we came out, and, and we were ready to Today go. Today was and, real good. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, we were they ready had a lot of So, yeah. Um, you know, everyone, I think we all respect you and I and, and respect them as a team, but we – 
we're we need a win. We're going to get a win, and that's that's how I feel, at least in my heart. Absolutely. I think I'd like to mention one other thing. You know, with his, with his size and background, he's got ambition to hopefully play after this year, and uh, that's in the NFL or somewhere in pro ball. Let's put it that way. Is that your ambition? Um, yeah, that, that's that's what I would like to do. Um, if, if there's an opportunity out there for me, I would like to do that. But I think you'll get the opportunity. Yeah. You, you know, you just got to make it happen, and uh-huh. once you get there, but you, I think you'll do it. You got the right attitude. Just mm-hmm. keep it up. Thank you. Yeah. Drew, thanks so much for stopping by. It's Thank been you. a pleasure. You Best of me. luck the rest of the way. Thank you. That's senior center Drew Bones, who's been our guest in our student-athlete spotlight, presented as always by Melissa Eisenberg and Steve Peterson, your local country financial representatives. When we come back, we will talk to head women's basketball coach Kristen Gillespie. She's up next. This is the Brock's Back Show, presented by Bud Light on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Introducing new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. You hear that? It's seltzer with the pop of soda, all with zero sugar. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, the loudest flavors ever. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, IRC Beers, St. Louis, Missouri. A locally owned and operated neighborhood bar and grill, Schooners has been a Bloomington tradition for over 30 years. Home to the Brock's Back Coaches Show held every Thursday during the football season from 6 until 7. Schooners boasts an expansive lunch and dinner menu, including their mouth-watering wings, rings, burgers, and tenderloins. Be sure and stop by Schooners Beer Garden to relax and unwind with friends. Taste the local flavor at Schooners, 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. For more information, visit SchoonersBL.com or find us on Facebook. Go Redbirds! Get a High D Plus premium membership for just $99 a year and get fuel savings every time you shop in-store and online. Plus, exclusive deals and offers every month. Plus, free standard delivery and free express pickup. With High D Plus, our plus equals more. For a limited time, get $50 off an annual High D Plus membership with code SAVEBIG. That's right, get $50 off a High D Plus membership with code SAVEBIG. Hello, Paul Davis Restoration. How can we make your day better? When you have a disaster in your home, call Paul. Paul Davis Restoration. When the smoke and damage of a fire strikes your home, call Paul. You'll talk to a real person who can help you right away. They'll turn your disaster into a memory and get your home back to good with just one call. Hello, this is Chris McConnell with Paul Davis Restoration. From water damage to fire and smoke damage or mold remediation, when you have a home disaster, give us a call and help is on its way. Another season of women's and men's college sports is underway. Follow your alma mater or favorite team in their pursuit of the prestigious Learfield Directors Cup at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at thedirectorscup.com. Trophies will be awarded in June 2023 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. Denny's Donuts and Bakery has been a loyal Redbird supporter for over 40 years. When it comes to the competition, no one comes close to the taste of one of their fresh-made donuts. Yum! They're great for your next school or church function, or even just to enjoy at home. Stop in and pick up yours at Denny's Donuts and Bakery, located at 1107 South Main Street in Bloomington. Denny's Donuts and Bakery and Redbird Football, a winning combination. 
Welcome back to Schooners, the Brock's Back Show, presented by Bud Light. We're here until 7 o'clock. Don't forget, coming up in our final segment, you can ask a question of head coach Spack. Go to the Illinois State University Athletics Facebook page, watch the live video, and comment on the video with your question for Coach Spack. As we welcome in head women's basketball coach Kristen Gillespie, entering her sixth campaign here in Bloomington Normal. And Coach, welcome to the show. It all starts with Hoop Fest tomorrow night. Yes, it does. Thank you so much for having me. The intelligence level just, just raised no. quite a bit since she's Well, clearly show. not, seeing I didn't know how to put on the dang headset. <laughs> so I don't know. That, that's a toss-up right kinda there. That's kind of how so. we live in football. <laughs> so you don't need them in basketball. It's radio, and nobody needed to know that. Well, you know, I'm an honest gal, so I'll tell you that. I'll tell, I'll tell you how it is. So, so you guys have been going with practice-wise? How, uh, how are we looking coming off conference tournament title? Oh, we're, you know, we're a weekend, so there's good days, and I think I go home, and I'm like, dang, we're going to be really good. And, Coach, you probably know there's days you want, and you're like, oh, my God, geez, mm. what what in the world is going on? Uh, so we're just hoping we have more of those, hey, we're going to be really good uh, days of practice. <laughs> but I do, I, I think we have a chance to be to be pretty good. Uh, we returned four starters uh, from the MVC championship team. We, we did lose our, you know, first team all-league player in Juju Redmond, but we have a couple transfers that are going to be really uh impact players and you know some freshmen that i, I think will will catch pe- uh, some people's eyes and the schedule looks to be really a lot of fun this year it is a couple it, of good trips and some great games at home yeah we get to head to purdue that will be a that'll be a tough battle for us oh, that's a tough that'll be a tough one for yeah us, it'll right? be a great environment for our players uh you know they they do a great job with their crowds you'll have to Tell me some good spots to, to yeah. get up to eat before the game oh. and, and whatnot. Triple X. Uh, okay. Good. We have uh, Wisconsin uh, coming, coming, into coming to Redbird right November 20th, which will be awesome. Um, you know, we're going out to Las Vegas in a in an MTE tournament where five of the teams, it's probably the best mid-major uh, tournament out there this year. Five of the teams were NCAA teams, so it's going to be, uh, we'll be battle-tested by the time the Valley play comes. Which you really need to be, though. For as good as the Valley is, I mean, that's really the best way of going about it, isn't it? Yes, and it, it's traditionally been the best mid-major conference for women's basketball. It is our profile increased. We have uh, added Belmont, Murray State, and UIC. Belmont is the last couple of years, been a top 25-30 team. Uh, so just when you think you cracked the code a little bit, they had <laughs> a couple more teams, and I'm like, good gosh. Uh, but, you know, that's we just have to keep rising to the challenge. But it's going to be a heck of a year in the Valley. Obviously, coming off a conference tournament title last year, has that helped recruiting significantly? It has. You know, it's it's always easy to, to sell yes, that championship is, trophy <laughs> in a ring, I'll tell you what, because this, for the last five years, that's what we've been selling the, the young women in our locker room, that kind of that vision, that pipe dream. So to, to be able to do that was awesome. But now, you know, the, the bar has been raised. Now it's, you know, how do we position ourselves to ha- have a better net ranking to – to get a, uh, a a higher seed, you know, as a 15, that's never been done in women's basketball. So, you know, how do we win a game then to the tournament? That's kind of where our, our sights are now. I would think as you build this up like you have, though, with consistency, all of a sudden those seedings are going to change the more oftentimes you get to go to the dance. Yeah, it, w- without a doubt. And that's, you know, that's our coach, our coaching staff. I have an outstanding coaching staff that's been, you know, our focus the last couple of years of, of getting those recruits to get you to that next level, you know, and I think we've done a, they've done a nice job. They, they, they deserve all the credit. I have an outstanding group of young coaches, uh, but you know, we just, we know that 
last year was great, but that's just the we're just getting started. And how do we keep taking those small steps forward? So Hoop Fest tomorrow night, 7 o'clock at Redbird Arena. It's free. What can fans expect? You know, just a, it's going to be an awesome hour, about an hour of events, uh, a chance to meet both teams. Uh, I tell you what, Coach Pedon has done an amazing job of just infusing energy uh, around the men's program. I've been so impressed with him and his staff and his young men in that program. Uh, they're going to be a really easy group to rally around for our community. So it's a, a first chance to look at his program, a first chance to meet our team, our new team, and, you know, just see some of the personalities uh, of each program. And that's what people fall in love with, too, I think, and the opportunity to get autographs as well. So the fact that they can actually interact and see those student-athletes up close, that's that's an important aspect. Oh, without a doubt, especially in, on the women's side. You know, it's more grassroots, and we have some amazing young women in our program with great stories, and they're just great ambassadors, not only of our program, but our university. So anytime I can get, you know, our 15 young women out in front of people, I think it's easy to, to kind of fall in love with them. I have to say, you know, not having been back here for a while since I was back in the early 2000s, coming through the interview process and then being here the last month, you mentioned that about Coach Peden with men's basketball. I would say across the board in athletics, I thought going into football, obviously what you guys have done in women's basketball, there is an electricity about Redbird Athletics in town that is relatively new for the most part because it seems to be really energizing some people. It really is. It, you know, from the opening uh, weekend of on campus with getting, you know, 2,000 freshmen in Redbird Arena for the Redbird Rally, that was an eye-opening experience for all our coaches because we hadn't really seen that. And it's just, I have loved the crowds at, at coaches' games. It's, it's uh, what an awesome environment. I know volleyball had the packed house, which, you know, 3,500 people. So I'm just hoping, uh, especially the students, don't, you know, don't get burned out by the time the cold weather. They'll want to come over, make that short trip to Redbird. But just, you know, uh, community involvement and students, they, they make or break our experiences. It's such a competitive advantage, and we're just hoping that, you know, we can uh, build the excitement coming off volleyball and, and soccer and, and football. And obviously what you guys did last year as well. Yeah, you know, that can't hurt, I hope. You know, it, it, it definitely helps. So hopefully, you know, if, if anyone that hasn't seen our program, that maybe that, you know, piques their interest, they're a little intrigued, they'll come out. But in those that have been coming out, there's going to be a, a pretty good product on the floor for people to get behind. Do I get to answer the question now? I've been waiting for you to jump I, in I, here. I mean, this is your show. It's my show. It's your show. I, th I thought it was. All right, uh, Gordy Gillespie. Is, tell everybody how, what his relationship is. To uh, that's my grandfather. Uh, yeah. Yes. So well, I remember when I was a kid growing up in Rockford, Illinois, and Joliet Catholic coming over there and kicking the dog out of Boylan uh, Central Catholic uh, over at our place. And I was, I was about 9, 10 years old. And I, I got to recruit a guy out of out of uh, out of uh, Joliet Catholic when I was at Purdue. He was a pretty good player. And Mike Allstott? Yeah, not Mike? bad. Yeah, yeah pretty good <laughs> player. And but Grandpa wasn't there then. Mm -hmm. uh, it was Coach Stone? Mm -hmm. was, yep. Yeah, Coach was, Stone. Yeah, he was the head coach. Uh, but what a what a legacy your grandfather uh, built, not just in football, but I I didn't realize how good a baseball coach he was as well. What a what a what a what a uh, just a dynasty he built there at Joliet Catholic. I think seven state championships. You know, he was at Lewis University. He won back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back baseball national championships. At one point, he was the all-time winningest college baseball coach any level. He's since been surpassed. But 54 years of coaching. And as <laughs> successful of a coach as he was, I think 
what really hit me was when he passed away a couple of years ago when we were at his wake. Uh, they ex- had extended by like four hours. There was a line. It was from noon to 9 p.m. There was a steady stream of young and old in the stories from the men just talking about the impact that he had on their li- and their lives, whether it was the his, P, you know, he was his PE teacher for one semester at Joliet Catholic. I never played a sport. I, you know, he's just an inspiration to me and, and my cousin Scott, who's on my staff. And, you know, I know we're driven by, we just hope we make him proud. I mean, Joliet Catholic was just a snapshot of what he did from a coaching standpoint. Yeah, it was, it was a lot more than just that. I mean, he went to he went to St. Francis and mm-hmm. Joliet after right. he left, yeah, left he, Lewis yeah. and – that's I remember he built up the numbers for being the winningest college baseball coach. Then St. Francis starts football, and he goes and does coach both. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a coach. Yeah. You know, and uh, was, he'd be very proud of his granddaughter right now, I believe, don't you think? Well, I, I hope so, because that's, yeah. that, that's what drives me. So I appreciate you asking about Grandpa. Well, I'm a grandpa now, and I have three granddaughters. And I hope they talk about me someday like they, you, you, you talk about him. I am so sure they cool. will. I don't know about that, but... <laughs> He's he's a pretty special dude. Well, thank and, you. And uh, did a great job there. Thank you so much. I don't know, and I'm just uh, there's a lot of history here in the state of Illinois, and Gordy Gillespie is front behind a lot of it in high school football for sure. That name is legendary throughout the Chicagoland area. There's no two ways about it. Yep. In, in numerous sports, which really tells you how good a coach somebody is yeah. when it's multiple sports that they're successful. Unbelievable. In. The crazy thing is, he coached high school basketball, and for one year at St. Francis, no one uh, wanted to be the girls, the women's basketball. He called it girls. That's the one thing I had to talk to <laughs> Grandpa. Grandpa. Women. We're women now. Women. He was the women's <laughs> basketball coach for one year. The guy did everything. He was just amazing. Awesome. You have any more questions? That's it. It's your I, show. I, I, you I, sure? I, I, no. I, I, uh, I've been really impressed with Coach. She's done a great job here, and, uh, you know, she's uh, built a quality program. And uh, this, is a, this is a basketball, you know, hotbed in, in, uh, in, in this part of the country, you know. You, very similar to Indiana. You know, I, I, was, I grew up in northern Illinois, probably like she did, and, um, went to went spent 22 years of my life in Indiana, and they they think they invented basketball over there, you know. <laughs> and uh, I used to, I used to play, you know, I played I played a noon ball, and we on weekends you'd go over in uh, when I was a GA and, and, a, and a linebacker coach there. I played with a couple really good players, Kelly Camara, played with her a couple times. She's pretty good. Yeah, she was pretty good. Stephanie White. Yeah, not bad. And what I liked about <laughs> what I liked about her, you know, her dad made her play with men all mm-hmm. the time, and she would never. I said that. You know, I start call fouls. I said, no, I don't call fouls. I mean, it, they would try to hammer her, and she and they would. She'd take the ball right down the lane, take it right at him, and she was impressive. I mean, how tough she was. And these guys think they can go out and play with them, and how good of players they are. And once you play, when you get to play, it would be two hours. We'd hold the court. I had we had a real good post player. My brother-in-law was a really good player, played at Evansville, and I was just I was a thug. I was a I was a, I was a goon. <laughs> You're yeah, a football call, guy you know, playing like, basketball, like, yeah. Sets definitely. greens, you know, you know, playing the post, uh, pass, take a shot now and then. And uh, had a good drop step. I okay. like that. But I love to play. But, uh, God, it was, they, were, they were good players, and I just love watching them. It's like playing with them. It was, it was a lot of fun. So. Coach Gillespie, thanks for stopping by. Hey, Best of luck this winter. Thank you. I'm sorry it took so much. We well, stopped talking about we'll Grandpa. Get, I know, I know. We're getting the, thing, yeah, you know, exactly. The music's playing, so I know my time. Thank you so yep. much for having right, me. Kristen Gillespie, head women's basketball coach here at Illinois State. Hoop Fest tomorrow at Redbird Arena at 7 o'clock. We're back with our final segment, the Brock's Back Show, presented by Bud Light, right after this timeout on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield.
A locally owned and operated neighborhood bar and grill, Schooners has been a Bloomington tradition for over 30 years. Home to the Brock's Pack Coaches Show held every Thursday during the football season from 6 until 7. Schooners boasts an expansive lunch and dinner menu, including their mouth-watering wings, rings, burgers, and tenderloins. Be sure and stop by Schooners Beer Garden to relax and unwind with friends. Taste the local flavor at Schooners, 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. For more information, visit SchoonersBL.com or find us on Facebook. Go Redbirds! Denny's Donuts and Bakery has been a loyal Redbird supporter for over 40 years. When it comes to the competition, no one comes close to the taste of one of their fresh-made donuts. Yum! They're great for your next school or church function, or even just to enjoy at home. Stop in and pick up yours at Denny's Donuts and Bakery, located at 1107 South Main Street in Bloomington. Denny's Donuts and Bakery and Redbird Football, a winning combination. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. Touchdown! You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Introducing new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. You hear that? It's seltzer with the pop of soda, all with zero sugar. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, the loudest flavors ever. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, IRC Beers, St. Louis, Missouri. Restoration, how can we make your day better? When you have a disaster in your home, call Paul. Paul Davis Restoration. When the smoke and damage of a fire strikes your home, call Paul. You'll talk to a real person who can help you right away. They'll turn your disaster into a memory and get your home back to good with just one call. Hello, this is Chris McConnell with Paul Davis Restoration. From water damage to fire and smoke damage or mold remediation, when you have a home disaster, give us a call and help is on its way. Some people say that at Wiffle's Hybrids, we march to the beat of our own drum. But we don't mind that one bit. Because if staying independent and U.S. farm family owned and focusing on corn and corn alone makes us different than other seed corn companies, well, we just don't know any other way to march. So make your choice and plant your independence. Plant Wiffle's. The Redbirds didn't head into this season without a game plan. Choosing the best strategy for the road ahead is essential. Thankfully, making a game plan is easier with Health Alliance. When you become a member, you get access to doctors you trust, perks you deserve, and customer service reps always ready to help. Join a winning team that's dedicated to delivering dependable coverage made for Illinois State fans like you. Learn more at healthalliance.org. Welcome back to the Brock's Pack Show, presented by Bud Lights. We're live from the Beer Garden at Schooners, located at 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. It's now time to take your questions for Coach Spack through Facebook Live. And Coach, first question tonight. What do you like to do on a long bus trip like this weekend? Well, uh, my wife usually goes, uh, so we... Uh, we have a husband and wife conversation. You know, we don't get to do that very much. So I was going to say, it's the only time during the week. Yeah. yeah we he, you deserve I that. I come home and I, I kind of go to bed right away. We have to get up. We have early, We have morning practice, so I, I go to bed. So, uh, yeah, so that's kind of what we do. Uh, I like to watch film. Uh, we're, we have this app called 360 we put on our phone, so I'll watch that sometimes. Um, 
we'll sometimes have a college game on in, in, in the bus or we'll have a movie. So do that. But it's a nice time to relax and, uh, and to reminisce. I, I do a lot of recruiting sometimes on, on that. Too. Oh, I, I look at and just I just make sure I, I do it. I do it almost every day. Recruiting is like shaving. If you don't do it every day, you look like a bum. So you got you to do it every day. You know, great players right. make great coaches. And I, when I had great defenses at Purdue, I had really good players. Absolutely. And when I when I when I when I didn't have very good defenses, I wasn't a very good coach. So you're watching film. Correct. And I'm well, not more. We we got them mostly evaluated. Just kind of see where they are. I might text the guy and oh, say, okay. "How are we doing with this guy?" You know. But we I bug them after every meeting we have about recruiting. So um, just just we stay on top of that. And uh, now with the transfer portal, it gets really crazy. It's 360, you know? isn't it? Yeah, right. we're just yeah. trying to figure out who's going to go in the portal. We try to get ahead of the game that way through high school coaches. And, hey, my guy's getting in. He's not happy. Yeah. Wow. So wow. It just, it just, there's, there's a lot of that going on. So some of that stuff, but most of it's, you know, a little bit. I like, I really like bus trips because I was so used to being on airplanes all the time uh, before. And it goes so fast. That it's kind of nice to get in just kind of relax Decompress a little bit. A little yeah, bit. just kind of before Good the point. game. Good yeah. point. All right. I'd rather be in a plane coming back. Yeah, than right. Than but going. going to games. Yeah, there you go. How do we start faster to avoid what happened last game? That's a really good question. I, uh, we we start with our tempo and practice usually every day, so that, that kind of caught me off guard a little bit. I thought we'd start every game pretty quick. Um, we we got after that today, and Drew said uh, on, on Wednesday I, I I had him out there, and I, I I pulled the right before they took the field. I said put put your full pads on. We're going we're going outside, and. Uh, we usually don't go on full pads on Wednesday, so uh, we, we we got going right right away on Tuesday, Wednesday, and uh, which we always do, but it was extra intense. Coach, yeah. best of luck on Saturday. Thank you. We appreciate you it. There. Yep. Thanks for coming out, everybody. Appreciate it. Good Special luck, thanks to Thank Senior you. Center Drew Bones and Head Women's Basketball Coach Kristen Gillespie for stopping by tonight for Redbird Head Coach Brock Spack, Ted Schmitz, Greg Holbleib, and Jake Fogel back at our network studios. This is John Fitzgerald. We'll talk to you Saturday afternoon, beginning at 3, on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. On the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield, live from Schooners, this has been the Brock Spack Show, presented by Bud Light. It's for the fans. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.